Welcome to the Clinical Podcast Series brought to you by the American Academy of Optometry Foundation. The topic for this episode is long-term outcomes of cataract surgery in patients with chronic ocular graft versus host disease. I'd like to introduce our host, Dr. Tom Quinn, our topical expert, Dr. Bita Asgari, and our topical editor, Dr. Kelsey Steele. And now it's my pleasure to begin today's podcast. Welcome, you of curious minds, to the American Academy of Optometry Foundation's clinical podcast series. Today, we're going to discuss a paper that looked at how the presence of graft versus host disease may impact outcomes following cataract surgery. I'm Dr. Tom Quinn, and our special guest host today is Dr. Bita Ascari, who is a full-time clinician and associate director of clinical education at Boston Site, where she also serves as adjunct clinical faculty to students and residents. Welcome, Bita. Thank you, Tom. Happy to be here. So glad to have you here and glad to reconnect with you, Vita. I've known you ever since your residency days, and it's great to reconnect. Yes, always good to bring it full circle. It is, it is. You are the right person for this topic. <laughs> um, this is a, based on a paper uh, published in the May 22, 2022 issue of the journal Cornea by Stephen Bay, B-A-E, et al. And as I alluded to, it talks about graft versus host disease and cataract surgery. Let's start with defining what is graft versus host disease. Sure. So graft versus host disease, um, it, you know, the name kind of, let's dissect the name a little bit. I will tell you when I have students and residents coming here, a lot of times they hear the word graft and they think corneal graft. Yeah, That's yeah. not what this is discussing. What this is, is an ocular surface. Well, it causes ocular surface disease, but graft versus host disease is a condition where um, the host or the recipient of a donor stem cell um, to replace their unhealthy blood cells or bone marrow, they receive a donor stem cell transplant. And what that does is the new T cells that are in the body, the new stem cells start to attack the receiver or the host. So what that can cause is a wide array of immunologic um, flare-ups or challenges where various parts of the body can be affected. You can have liver damage, lung disease, GI joint, skin, and of course the eyes as well, the mouth of course, but it, it really just affects the whole body. Okay. And so you can separate it kind of into acute versus chronic. So acute would be after they have the stem cell transplant within about a hundred days and chronic graft versus host disease, which is what this paper is focusing on in patients with chronic uh, graft versus host disease, meaning after 100 days, what their post-operative outcomes are after cataract surgery. Okay, so that's really what this paper was about. Um, why is this important? This is really important because patients with oculars, patients with graft versus host disease will um, about up to 90%, it's in literature, it's a 60 to 90% of patients with chronic GVHD end up manifesting some degree of ocular surface disease. This is primarily because the lacrimal gland is affected, but it's just such an inflammatory disease. You'll, you'll commonly see these patients with extensive conjunctival hyperemia, filamentary keratitis is not uncommon. In severe cases, the more severe the GVHD is itself, the more severe the ocular surface disease is. So you'll not uncommonly, unfortunately, see patients with corneal melts or like I, I think I said, filamentary keratitis, et cetera. And why is that so important? Because 
Um, well, also these patients are on a lot of, uh, it's an immunologic disease, right? So a lot of these patients are on steroids, oral steroids. A lot of these patients will go through radiation. A lot of these patients will have uh, steroid drops to help manage their ocular surface disease. And all these things combined can really exacerbate the manifestation of cataracts, particularly posterior capsular. So what that does, uh, posterior subcapsular, excuse me. So what that does is it affects these patients' vision significantly and they have significant ocular surface disease, what are we worried about in patients who need to have cataract surgery in this patient population? We're worried about them having good post-operative outcomes. Right. So that's why this paper is so important. It's looking at how does the preoperative state of GVHD affect the long-term outcomes of these patients following cataract surgery? Um, and I think it does a really great job at that. What, what did they find? <laughs> well, what they found was uh, what you kind of expect, but it's great that they kind of put it in and, and publish it in literature because uh, interestingly enough, as much as this is clinically understood and anecdotally understood, it hasn't been written down in literature before to this extent. So what they found was looking at a retrospective review of charts uh, following patients for about 21 months out after cataract surgery, uh, they looked at their preoperative versus postoperative vision outcomes. They looked at complications after cataract surgery. So what they found was on average, they had a minimum of three lines of improvement in visual acuity, which is great. Uh, but these patients are really prone to um, more severe ocular surface disease or more uh, exacerbated ocular surface disease, I should say, after surgery. So things like epithelial defects, filamentary keratitis, SPK, et cetera, manifested more so in this patient population than one would expect in a general population. What they found was that the greater the severity of GVHD preoperatively or ocular GVHD, the greater the severity of outcomes was postoperatively and the more challenges they had into aiming for their targeted refraction. Okay, well, well actually, you, that's a perfect segue into my question. What, in the discussion, they referred to Refractive surprise, what, what does that mean? <laughs> so I, I think refractive surprise is a very nice way of saying uh, we didn't quite hit the target that we were aiming. <laughs> I like that term a lot. I wish I could say that to my patients. I don't know, maybe I should. Uh, but refractive surprise is basically, you know, for, for cataract surgery and preparation of that, you do all these different measurements and you optimize the ocular surface and you aim for a targeted refraction endpoint. Let's say you're aiming for somebody to be a half a diopter myope after cataract surgery. The su refractive surprise part of it is when whoops, that's not what we got. So let's say you aim for a half a diopter myope and let's give it an extreme example. You end up with a one and a half diopter hyperope. That is a surprise, not intended outcome. Okay. And then remind me, Vito, so in this study, did they find more refractive surprise with patients uh, who had uh, graft versus host disease? So actually, I think it said about 90% of patients got within a one diopter of targeted endpoint, which is okay. quite good given the patient population. Mm -hmm. But the more severe the disease was, the harder it was to aim for that target. So uh, about half of the patients who had severe GV, ocular GVHD ended up within the one diopter. Okay, great. Thank you so much for sharing piece and perspective on this important paper. Really appreciate you being here. Of course. Thank you for having me anytime. Thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs> Bye. And a special thanks to CooperVision for their educational grant to make it all happen.